you filed a flight plan to mountain rescue. If we don't report in, they'll come looking for us. Now that's how it's supposed to work, except I put in a flight plan for Borum Caverns, and this isn't Borum Caverns, is it, Juno? We're in the wrong cave. Where are we? It hasn't got a name. It's a new system. No one's ever been down here before. Let me ask you a question. Would you prefer to stay alive without your mommy and daddy or die with them? That's a tough question, huh? Who's moving it was alive and knows we're here. We just have to go. We have to go. You didn't see it. I'm not staying here. If we try to leave, they kill us. We're being quarantined here. We are being kept here to die. While you were looking for me, I was looking for you. Well, I got you now. Was that him in the car? Yeah, sure it was. Could have walked very far. Why is that? Because I cut off his legs. And I'm gonna do the same to you. again to Dark Discussions, your place for the discussion of horror film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the state of Michigan. This is Eric. Eric, how's it going, sir? I am well. Excellent. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? Good. Excellent. And uh, unfortunately, uh, co-host Mike from New York uh, is sick. He has lost his voice. Uh, laryngitis and whatnot, so uh, he won't be joining us, but we do have a couple of uh, guest hosts for tonight, and in the state of Michigan. That's I mean, not Michigan. That, yeah, it's another M state. Uh, in the state of Missouri. Hello, this is Kevin. Kevin, how's it going, sir? Do you want the just normal, I'm fine, or do you want the truth? Uh, I'm getting over matter. COVID right now, and I'm nursing oh. a, a cat oh. that just uh, came out of some pretty bad major surgery. Well, oh, oh, poor kitty. Yeah, yeah. this is your second time of COVID, right? I can say. Yeah, that, right? second time. Last first time was Thanksgiving of last year. Oh, yeah. Jeez, well, definitely wild. not this year because it hasn't yeah. happened yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, you know, same month, though, right? <laughs> about a year later. Um, anyway, so if you uh, hear me cough, don't worry about it. I'm fine. I'm, I'm I'm definitely past the non-contagious point, and I'm definitely a lot better. It's just, I have to confess, it's a little frustrating because I, I walked, you know, three and a half miles today where, like, I would run it and just be fine. But today I walked it, and it, I, I was winded up. I got the wind up, so I'm like, okay, this is not good. Well, I'm going to give you credit. When, when, when I had a, had the cold back in... September, I think it was. I, I just, I, I didn't even work out. I just stayed stayed on the couch for a whole whole week. So yeah, at least. Oh you got no, out. this is my second week. This is my second week. So. <laughs> oh okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so yeah, that's the recovered week. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's getting so. sick because I was it, on last week. I think Mike's got what I got because. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yesterday was the first day in over a week that I hadn't been heavily medicated. Yeah, you missed you missed two podcasts last week. You missed yeah. uh, Doc Discussions and you missed Discansky. I was I was out for the count. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, in the Canadian province of Alberta, Canada. Hey everyone, it's Sean. Hope you're all doing well. And uh, oh, and I'll say it early. Happy Thanksgiving to you, American people types, for next week. Indeed. We're not actually people. We're people types. Yeah, we're people types. types, yeah. Types of people. Types of people. Uh, and uh, folks who are curious, since uh, uh, Sean and mentioned, thank you, uh, mentioned yes. yes, thank you, mentioned something uh, uh, about a holiday. Uh, yesterday is November 17th, 2022, Thursday. Uh, that we are recording this for some of our listeners like Pam, who are always curious when we record our episodes, because sometimes we don't release them right away. For example, uh, The Sadness, which was a, a episode we recorded back in like I don't know, April or something, was just released last week. So sometimes they, they sit in the queue for a little bit before they are actually released. Um, so uh, a couple other things for folks who are new to the podcast or are one of our regulars. Uh, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. This podcast here is the Dark Discussions Podcast, which is the f- original podcast of the network. It's been around for close to 12 years. Uh, basically, it's a weekly podcast that talks about genre films, so horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grindhouse, arthouse, midnight movies, foreign language films, cult films, and the like. We basically try to talk intelligently we basically try to talk intelligently <laughs> about talk. a genre that deserves intelligence. Uh, sometimes we, we debate because Eric always says one other thing, which is the films also have to be dark. So, so <laughs> it's in the name of the podcast. Yeah. So, so Mary Poppins, even though that's a genre film would not qualify. So anyway, um, also you can email us at dark discussions at com. Or you can email us through the website. Uh, basically, choose on the menu, uh, contact us, and it will open up a email box. Whichever way you email us, please put in the subject something like "dark discussions listener" or something like that, because then we'll know it's not spam and it's actually uh, email directly to us and not a uh, comment uh, <laughs> on one of the the uh, pages on the website. Because every time someone comments on the pages on the website we get an email too that says dark discussion so if you put that in the subject dark discussions listener will know it specifically for the podcast um and then we can pull it out pretty quick and, and read it and uh, we do have one email tonight and uh, i will uh, pull that up shortly uh but also uh, eric what else can people find on the website well phil they can also find a link to our Patreon account on the website. Patreon is a service that allows you to find you. <laughs> it's contagious. Uh, let me try that again. Patreon is a service that allows you to financially contribute to your online creators, such as podcasters. Uh, producing this show is not free. Uh, we have to pay for things like web servers and domain names and uh, computer equipment and movie rentals and so on and so forth. So if you would like to help offset the cost of producing this show, that's how you can do it. You can go to patreon.com slash dark discussions uh, or click on the Patreon badge on any page of darkdiscussions.com. Any and all contributions are greatly appreciated. Indeed, indeed. And actually, uh, even though people will hear this episode after it's released, the next episode of the Dark Discussions podcast, episode 554, is Bad Moon, 
which is a uh, Patreon pick, as a matter of fact. Uh, I think Chris Jenner may have chose that, and uh, that episode comes out uh, right before Thanksgiving. Um, all right, so I do have an email, and uh, this email is from John Appleby. Uh, he's a, a listener from the other side of the pond. I was about uh, to ask the, that. I thought, yeah, I recognize the name. Yep, yep. Uh, it's in the UK. Uh, he's actually been following us for a long time. Um, and uh, this is what he has to say. He goes, hi, all on Dark Discussions. Hope you're all well. Just a check in on what I have viewed over the last few months, in my opinions. First up, nope. Really weird movie. But on reflection, I really enjoyed it. But pray I never bump into that chimp in our local <laughs> chippy. See if you know what chippy means in English, England. Uh, next on TV, House of the Dragons. In general, yep, I enjoyed it. Patty Considine was fantastic in his role. Also on TV, Amazon Prime, The Devil's Hour. Still two episodes to go, but an odd premise of a woman waking up at exactly 3.33 a.m. every morning with strange shit happening in her life. Worth a watch. Again on TV, The Walking Dead. Come this far, so hopefully the end is soon. Please be soon, as it's boring as shit now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's basically OCD time watching it at this point. Uh, Back to films. Black Phone. Thought this was good. Gripping with a good supernatural twist. Ethan Hawke was really good. And last, got to see Barbarian last night, November 10th, 2022. Good, but the obvious horror trope spoiled it for me. So I'll give it a 7 out of 10. That's it for now, folks. Keep up the usual excellent work and be ready when England totally spanks the Yanks in the upcoming World Cup. Oh, snap. You've no, uh, no doubt of that. You've no chance against the mighty uh, Three Lions or something of that nature. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, take care. Peace. That's a name for a hockey team. <laughs> that that was an own excellent job Eric Uh, take care peace and rock out with your cock out John (laughs) from Durham England and uh, he did say uh, offline I was not expecting that I almost just spit water all over my computer (laughs) (laughs) that makes it even funnier (laughs) Uh, but but he did say that he was seeing smile uh, this week as well uh, the last time I talked to him so uh, hopefully you enjoyed that one um, is a and... chippy a fish and chips place? Yes. That's what I thought. Ah, there you go. I did not know that. Um, so, uh, yeah, John, uh, send us your opinion on Smile and what you thought of that when you uh, uh, get around to it. Uh, so thank you for the email. And uh, you can readily find John Appleby on Facebook, uh, wherever our talk is. Um, all right, so uh, that's pretty much all we got for house cleaning, I believe. So I think we can uh, probably get into, uh, I guess, the topic tonight. So, uh, Eric, with all that stated, tonight, what are we we're going, going to be talk talking about, about a Dutch movie um, called Speak No Evil? Actually, it's a Danish movie. It's both. I thought it was Norwegian. <laughs> I know it's the Swedes. It's the Swedes. Oh, Swedes it's Swedes. This movie right it's, now. It's all Swedes. Uh, <laughs> but, yes. It, well, it's actually 
a Dutch film. Oh, you know what? I was looking at uh, the is, languages. This is languages, yeah, English, yeah, Dutch, in, Danish. That's why I said Dutch. Yeah. yeah. And it, but it does say countries, Denmark, Netherlands. Mm. But uh, it is, uh, yeah, and it's distributed both by Denmark and the Netherlands. So, so technically you're right. And, but the, the director, he's, he's Danish. He's a Danish guy. Anyway, uh, let's hear the trailer. This is my husband, Bjorn. Nice to meet you. I work for uh, the Médecins Sans Frontières. You're a doctor? Yeah. Where are you guys from? Holland. You should come and visit us. Where are you going, Sean? I'm ski. Sorry for the mess. Oh, it's nothing. It's gonna get much worse. Hi, Abby. Abel has some difficulty speaking. He has what you call congenital aglossia, meaning basically he's born without a tongue. <laughs> this is the life. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh. Oh, it's good that we have a doctor in the house. I'm not a doctor. But didn't you say you were a doctor? Did I? Oh, I lied. You lied? I think it's going to be hard to be. The land is a very good one. One, two, three, four. So many things have felt so wrong. Because we do things differently. No. It truly breaks my heart to hear that you haven't enjoyed your stay. So uh, the film is a uh, uh, 2022 film. It uh, appeared at Sundance, among other film festivals, and was released. Um, actually, uh, made its debut, I believe, in the, at uh, Sundance on January of this year. Then released at theaters in Denmark in March, and then released in theaters in the Netherlands in July, and then reached, uh, uh, at least in the United States, um, basically what about a month ago maybe uh, so october or so uh it's and going it's... around on shutter for a while oh it has okay there yep. you go um and, but uh it's free on shutter if you have shutter but if you're not such as uh people from canada i.e sean you have to rent it uh but actually that's not true sean you actually got to see it on shutter that's right that's right you could rent it yeah, you couldn't even rent it. You could rent it in the States, though. If you don't have Shutter, you can rent it. It's available everywhere for a normal rental price. Uh, so the the film uh, was directed by Christian Taftrop and written by him and his brother Mads. Uh, Christian is well known in Denmark as an actor, but he has directed uh, two other films plus this one. Uh, the film has an international cast because it has Dutch folk as well as Danish folk. Uh, the, the four... Uh, five, well, actually, there's, there's, I might as well just name all seven of the people that make an appearance. Uh, Morden Burian as Bjorn, Sitzel Siem Koch 
or Coke as Louise, uh, Fedya Van Hewitt as Patrick, Karina Smulders as Karen, Leva Forsberg as Agnes, Marius Damslev as Abel, and Hickam Jacoby as Muhajid. Um, the film has been getting uh, excellent reviews. Rotten Tomatoes uh, at, at aggregated website has 84% from 90 critics. Uh, the film has uh, 78 uh, in, from Metacritic, which is actually quite high for Metacritic, uh, for 17 critics. Uh, the film uh, was well received at Sundance, and then it had a large uh, a bidding war from various um, places throughout the world, uh, from uh, Australia to uh, various other countries, including the United States, where AMC or Sundance, if you prefer, got the rights. Uh, so the film is actually being well received uh, pretty much everywhere. Um, so uh, that's pretty much all the information I have. Uh, and so let's get into uh, how we heard about this film and what we thought about it. So uh, since Eric brought it to our attention, uh, Eric, why don't you start? Um, yeah, I heard about this um, on the the Filmcast podcast, believe it or not, um, where one of the hosts was saying that this movie um, would be David Chen's worst nightmare. Um <laughs> And that intrigued me, so I decided to check it out. Um, and I, I now understand what they were talking about. Um, I don't know if anybody else listens to that show, but if you if you do and you're familiar with the hosts, you would understand why this movie would uh, particularly be aimed at him, because um, he likes to be polite. Um, so <laughs> um, I decided to check it out on Shutter. Um, I thought this movie was very well made. Um, I thought the score was fantastic. I thought it was well acted and well shot. Um, it is incredibly bleak um, and will not leave you with a positive attitude towards humanity, um, which is why I liked it, because people shouldn't have hope. Hope is the root of all disappointment. Um so yeah, uh, it's, it is a very very dark film, uh, and that's kind of my bag. Uh, so that's why I enjoyed it. All right, sounds good. Um, yeah, for me, uh, I heard about this film uh, from Eric uh, when, when he mentioned it. Um, I was actually somewhat disappointed because I thought it was going to be another crappy Exorcist type film because of the title. Uh, the title is pretty generic title, uh, but. Uh, so I, you know, I went in blind, uh, but uh, yeah, I was completely surprised what type of film this was. Uh, there is no, uh, well, I, w I won't go any further to, for spoilers, but it, it was most certainly not an Exorcist type of film. Um, the film is, uh, as Eric said, quite quite bleak, nihilistic, if you if you prefer. Um, it leaves a, a very sick feeling in your your stomach. Um, uh, I felt like uh, the wind knocked out of me. Uh, the second half of the film and the first half of the film, I just felt unclean. Um, the film, uh, Eric has, uh, has picked some interesting films this year. Uh, he, he picked The Sadness and The Innocence. And this one, uh, The Sadness wasn't too bad because that was pretty much just Grindhouse. But The Innocence and, uh, and most certainly this film here uh, left me completely disturbed and wishing... Uh, I had never seen the films. 
that doesn't mean the films are bad. Uh, this film here uh, is actually, as Eric said, a fantastically uh, done film. The score, uh, which at first sounds like it feels out of place, actually completely makes sense as the film goes forward. Uh, the acting was absolutely fabulous. Uh, the the horror is 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 most certainly horror uh, as um, the real world would state. Uh, besides bears, uh, people are the the, the the one thing that you have to worry about. Uh, uh, speaking of bears, uh, I was talking about this film. Stop with your bear slander. Uh, well, that's the thing. My, my, I've convinced my, my, my daughter now. She says the only things we have to worry about are people and bears. So. <laughs> people first. People first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so this film uh, is most certainly this type of film where you have to most certainly worry about people. Uh, it is absolutely horrendous. Um, I would not necessarily recommend this film to many people at all, uh, but it is a hell of a well-done film. And uh, just based off of uh, the point of it, what it did, and its uh, craft, uh, this could most certainly be a top five horror film of the year for me. Uh, but we, we will see as uh, time goes by. Uh, let's go with you, uh, Mr. Letts. Yeah, you know, if this was an exorcist-type film, I probably would have enjoyed it better. Um, but with that, I'll, I'll echo what has been said already, that it was well done, well put together, well acted. The The music did not fit, but it was, I guess you would say, prophetic, if, if I can use that term. So it, it really... Like listening to the score, it just told me, yeah, this is not going to have a happy ending. And at and the ending itself, it didn't make me feel bleak or anything like that. It made me feel angry. I, I was just, I was pissed, excuse me, but I was just mad uh, at the end. But uh, we'll, we'll come to that uh, when we come to it. All right. And uh, what did you think of the film? Did you enjoy it or... or- what? Well, like I said, it was. I, I wish it was an exorcist film. I, I mean, I probably would have enjoyed that more. But like I said, it was well done. I'm not going to see this again. I don't know if I would recommend it to other people unless if I can say if you really want to see a bleak movie that's really depressing and may make you angry at the end. Yeah, see this. But other than that, no. Fair enough. Uh, let's go with you, Sean. Uh, first off, I want to apologize to our friends in uh, Denmark and the Netherlands for mixing them up with Norwegian people. I have no idea why I thought it was made in Norway. Uh, Norway. I wish it had been, maybe. But um, uh, This movie, everyone pretty much covered it. It was shot very well. The locations were very interesting. Um, the music, the soundtrack was very discordant, which... That's, I guess, exactly what they're trying to do. Uh, I, this is so, the first half of the movie was fine. And it was something that up until Phil, you messaged me when I was like, oh, this is going one way. And you're like, no, it's not. And then, no, it didn't. And I wish I could have just stopped at the halfway point of the movie, (laughs) personally, because what happened after was, so not something I wanted to, to experience. Um, I do not think I would recommend this to any of my friends unless I want to be unfriended. <laughs> um, 
I get there's a, a this I'm sure serves a type of person or viewer who enjoys this. It's not me. I hope I never see this movie again. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where I'm on it. All right, sounds good. And uh, Mr. Barrett. Um, yeah, it was filmed well. The acting was good. Uh, I found this movie kind of boring. Um, it didn't really want to hold my interest and I really didn't, while they acted good, I didn't like any of the characters and it just, I, I didn't enjoy it. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Um, all right. So at this point, uh, we have a well, wiki or IMDb. Or- I'll do the wiki in just a second, but I just want to start by saying that I'm actually glad that nobody said they enjoyed this movie. <laughs> Oh, God. If you said you enjoyed this movie, I'd worry a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. A Danish family visits a Dutch family they met on a holiday. What was supposed to be an idyllic weekend slowly starts unraveling as the Danes try to stay polite in the face of unpleasantness. All right. Unpleasantness. (laughs) Yeah, that's one way of putting it. That oh, almost makes it sound like a comedy. Yep. <laughs> and it's not. It's not. Oh, it's anything but. Yeah, I know. I uh, wasn't supposed to be laughing? Well, <laughs> it is what it oh. is. Anyway. Uh, um, so, uh, what we I do did here, when the kid opened uh, his mouth up. What, what we do here on uh, the Dark Discussions uh, podcast uh, for folks who are new uh, or even those who are regulars. Uh, basically, what we do is we talk about everything and anything about the film at a certain point. Uh, basically, we don't just review, but we critique and dissect what the director, screenwriters, and such were trying to uh, say about us, people, or whatever. Uh, but before that, we uh, talk about general things related to uh, topics that wouldn't spoil the film. And so we'll do that at first. And then at a point we'll say the spoiler flag will be up and then we'll talk about everything and anything. Uh, so um, to start off uh, during the non-spoiler section. Um, yeah. The, yeah. The film uh, oddly at one point, uh, and I'll t- mention it was where they, they went to the sand pit uh, around the one hour mark or so, or the 58 minute mark. Or so uh, the film actually could have took a different turn. Um, and, could have not been a horror film. I thought that was interesting uh, because um, the film talks about more than just uh, nihilistic things. It, it kind of talks about sad things where people, uh, for example, the father in the in the film, the the Danish father, Bjorn, is if not disappointed in his life, not necessarily fully fulfilled. And it's not like he hates his family or his life, but he just thinks something's missing. And there's a moment where the two lead men characters seem to uh, bond in a sense. And at that point, I was thinking, well, maybe this film is going to turn out to be a little more positive. It was Uh, the best part of the film, in my opinion. Well, that that's a fair point to say that, uh, Barrett, because yeah, I mean, everybody um has their own sadness as much as the happy things in their life and, and and what he said was kind of relatable in a sense. And 
it made sense, I felt. So I was I thought the screenplay was pretty pretty well written based off of having that in the middle of the film and making the film more than just the the nihilistic nature of of the ending. Um, And then I also, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I think it also um, kind of betrayed his weaknesses and kind of showed his, you know, where his character's at at that point. And it just makes him vulnerable. Well, that's the thing. Never let your, your guard down to anybody. Yeah. They'll use it against you. Well, I mean, yeah. when when we first start, <clears throat> you can tell like Bjorn is kind of bored with life, or he's just trying to figure out, you know, what's the point to everything, and he's just he's not happy. And then he meets this couple who are a little bit more charismatic. They're they're more energetic. They the guy seems to take a a, a, a platonic liking to him to to Bjorn. And he kind of, he he makes, it seems like he makes Bjorn feel like, hey, there's someone who thinks you're, you know, pretty interesting, pretty cool guy. And that appeals to him. And then, you know, there's the time and then, you know, as they, as they uh, continue on, you know, they, the Bjorn says, oh yeah, you know, I had to find my, my daughter's toy. And he says, you went all that, that's brave. Yeah. He's like, no really, no, really. That's I mean, he 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 can't even essentially he flattered him, but he, he he complimented him. And then you know when the woman said, "Oh yeah, I'm a vegetarian," he's like, "Oh, that is so great." You know, saving the environment that's so good for you. You know, we should all do that. You know, we should more of us should do that. You know, so he's really he's laying it on. He's he's really appealing to them and really playing i wouldn't i don't know if i'd say on their vulnerable maybe on their vulnerabilities but definitely playing or, to their ego or, or just really making them making feel them, good about yeah. themselves right right exactly yeah and and that was that was true i, I read some reviews after because i had to read reviews after seeing this film um and, <laughs> and uh one of them uh they do mention that that when he says that's admirable that you went back to find your child's toy rabbit. Um, and, you know, he thought it was just a joke. It's like, what do you mean? Admirable. He goes, no, I'm serious. That that's really, really good of you to, to do that for your family or your daughter or whatever. And the review said, um, they agreed. It, it, it was admirable and, and important moment for, for the father. And unfortunately, like, like um, you said, Kevin, um, the guy wasn't, even if he was saying the truth, he, he wasn't was, sincere. He, he wasn't sincere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was to flatter them up and, and get in their good side. Absolutely. Well, and for me, the, the interesting part of this movie is there's a, there's a certain point, And I think this point is going to be different for different people, but <clears throat> I thought that was a really interesting look at, um, part of human nature, which is how far are you willing to let things go in the interest of being polite? Um, That's a good point. Because it's an instinct that I think all of us have to a certain extent. Um, but but it's like, you know, um, you know, one of the characters is, is, a, is a vegetarian and they, and they make him eat a little meat. It's like, you know, how far down that path do you go 
before you say no. Um, oh, can I interject real quick? I find sure, it interesting sure. as well. I find it interesting as well because I think age affects that. I think mm-hmm. the older you get, the less reasonable you get about things like that. Um, <laughs> so they're right at that perfect age where you haven't quite gotten there yet. Well, I don't even know if reasonable is the right word. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying, uh, but maybe tolerant. Um, yeah, tolerant. Yeah, that's probably the better word. Yeah, because, I mean, Phil and Mike can attest that I have no problem telling people to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> your, your tolerance just goes down, though, as you get older. And they're, but they're at that age where you still an observation, have yes. Eric, I grew up with you. You were telling us that when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> that means Eric aged quicker than all the rest of us. It also means I'll survive the horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. No. So, and, and, so, so to me, that was that was the most interesting aspect of the movie from from my perspective. Yeah, and and that's absolutely true. Um, because you know, I mean, the weirdness is enough to make someone want to say, okay, I'm not being employed anymore. But I mean, even even something as as innocuous as a salesperson that knocks on your door or calls you on the phone or the Jehovah Witnesses or whatever, how how much do you take before you say, well, no, thank you or whatever. You, you know, a lot of times you just are, feel too polite to just say, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. And even if you're not even being rude, you, you don't mm-hmm. want to even say that because you feel like you're being rude. So, mm-hmm. and, and of course, all these seals people, including the Jehovah witnesses, uh, uh, know exactly what they're doing. And so if you do say, no, thank you. And just shut the door or hang up on them, they actually probably won't be offended because that's what they're mostly expecting anyway. But they know there's a good percentage of the people that will just keep on saying, listening and staying there and then finally mm-hmm. just giving them the five bucks or at least take your, your watchtower and, and be done with it. Well, so, and, and to me, there's a, there's a, there's, there's two points in this movie. There's one definite point where I was like, Nope. That would not have been the decision I made. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, shortly yeah. after that, there's a second point where I'm like, uh, nope, also not the decision I would have made. Uh, and from that point on, I had a very hard time feeling uh, feeling bad for our uh, supposed antagonists. Um, you, mean, I, pro, you, mean decisions. Pro, you mean pro protagonists? Yes. And, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, and, and that's a fair point, too, because um, – there's certain things where you would just figure they would have slipped away or just said, you know, I'm I'm done. I got to go. And, mm-hmm. and you're right for them to stay on. Uh, and again, at this point, nothing horrendous has happened, but enough weirdness that it's like, yeah, that's all right. Like, when, when, that's enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want to be around them anymore. No, yeah, they don't be- need to be near me. I don't need to be near them. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, it, like they're the the one scene in the bathroom. Okay, you know the woman's, <laughs> yeah, you know the, the woman's taking a shower. Somebody comes in. You know, it's just all right. That that's that that in itself would have made me cross the line. But then, you know, you get the husband and wife that you know that they're they're having sex and they just they look up. You know, there's that guy. I mean, the guy is probably sitting there and maybe watching or kind of trying to see something in there. And I'm thinking to myself. Yeah, you know what? I'm out of here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think well, he could see whatever he wanted to see, except for under the covers. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Well, and, and even even uh, 
after all that, the the moment they find out uh, that the antagonist's profession isn't what he said it was. Right. That was yeah. enough. Like, okay. That, that, now that was red flag number one. Yeah. 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 Well, the eating Actually, making no, eat the meat was, too. That was red flag uh, yeah, two or one. three because red flag number one is when the kid was sitting on the slide and they said, Oh, Hey, you oh, know, you're right, ask yeah. your kid to move. And you can see like the, the guys, the host, uh, uh, uh Patrick, he's Perfect. like, Oh, and then all of a sudden you just see it, just his face go from, from happy to like really angry, like instantly. And on dragon is just tell him you're sorry and all that sort of thing. And I'm like, look, and that everybody's like, Hey, you know, he's, it, it's okay, really. It, it's not. It's not bad. It's just you just ask the, you know, and you <clears throat> that 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 for me that was probably red flag number one. Uh, there was a quote in there that, you know, because this is a horror story, I probably would have seen that as a red flag number one. Is when they said you can take your boots off, keep them on, take them off, keep them on. I don't care. That's a little bit. Don't worry. It's going to get more messy as, as the weekend progresses. <laughs> Mine would have been like, when they offered my vegetarian wife meat. I would, yeah. have been, I would have been offended for her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it was weird, too, that she, when at the very beginning, they first show up and he offers her the meat because he, he just uh, cooked a, a boar uh, off the grill. And oh, yeah, that's right. And and the weird thing was, is that she didn't just say, oh, don't you remember? I'm a vegetarian. I'm sure it's good, but I just can't have it. Yeah, she and, eats it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and, yeah, she didn't fight it or even bring it up that she's a vegetarian because huh. they hadn't seen each other for a, a good month or so, if not more. So there's a chance that he could have forgot, you know. So well, and that's what I'm talking about. How far do you let things slide right, in, yeah. in the name of politeness? Well, and yeah. that goes hand in hand with the end message of the movie too, right? So mm-hmm. which I won't say now, but I mean, well, I mean. Quote. And then there's the dinner scene with, uh, oh, do you want me to help, you know, help pay for, you know, do you want me to chip in? It's all that agree. Oh, that was awesome. And he, <laughs> says, he says, so I'm paying for this. Oh, hey, thanks a lot. You know, like, Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like you're somebody a, and, had a good time tonight. <laughs> and, and you're a medical doctor and, and you're not going to pay for it. And you were the one that asked us to come. It's, it was just weird. Yeah. yeah but that was, that was a red flag where I said, all right, we're that was a red flag too. Well, yeah. that, the, the drive home. Yes. Oh yeah. Dri- yeah. Yeah. Blasting the music so and driving drunk. drunk. Yeah. That, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, so there was a lot of reference. So Eric, you may be right. These people are idiots or something. I don't know what that's. Oh, they're stu- they're stupid for sure. Yeah, there, well, there's I mean, a certain point oh, where, oh. Where, where the poor decisions just become stupidity. Well, well even yeah, that when night, we get into spoiler territory, I mean, there's the one scene. Well, well when we get to spoiler territory, I'll, I'll comment. Well, well, even even that <laughs> night when, when even that night when they go to the restaurant, when they find out um, it's just the adults and and not the kids. <laughs> And, and some like, weird guy to babysit. Like, who, who's this guy that, yeah, yeah it's like, uh, we don't even know, we, we we barely know any of these people, and we're going to leave our daughter here. Uh, it's, right, right. I, I would say, no, we can't. That's it. also a red flag right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of them. I mean, none of them that Well, I mean, you... that red flag might have just been, you know, yeah, these, they... these people just didn't think about it, right, or right. they're not used to having guests or something like that, or they right, just, right. you know. That, it, that's oh yeah, yeah. Flag. We're not saying that any of these red flags meant these people were murdering scumbags or or monsters. What it meant was that they're just 
kooky, and it's like, who wants to hang out with kooky people? I mean, like, well, eventually it all people. adds up, right? I mean, you yeah, have yeah. to start questioning things at some point. <laughs> well, yeah. and it all comes down to that core at the end. We'll get there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sean, well, uh, your thoughts? You, you haven't said anything at, at the moment. Uh, well, I would say that if nothing else, uh, as an INFJ, this movie pretty much summed up why I don't want to be around the people because peopling sucks. But what's and INFJ? I have no idea what that means. So it's it's a personality type for so it's a, like an introvert. Oh, okay. All right. So so <laughs> as an introvert, it, this you it, you have problems with crowds and people and stuff, and this movie just validates why <laughs> for so many because, levels. Let's reasons. say it all together. People <laughs> And sometimes they want to cut your head off and eat you. <laughs> Uh, so yes um yeah so that's kind of where i was and as i yeah. said like the first part i'm not okay we're not spoilers or whatever but the first half of the movie was one thing entirely there were weird yeah. things and we can talk about that after but it it wasn't until that switch flip thingy happened and then it was something else entirely and again i would right. have liked to have only stopped at the halfway point <laughs> I, I i gotta say um the unfortunate thing is, I mean, besides the, the film being uh, making me sick, um, going in, knowing it was a horror film and its title being it, what it was, kind of made me prep for certain things. Not not what happened, that's for sure, but at least prep for certain things. So I could imagine myself just going in with not knowing the name of the title and just watching the film. And besides the weird music cues... I would have just thought this was like um, a kooky family and these people are like, oh, my God, we're stuck in a kooky family and we got to get out of here. Well, so, in like the title, it seems fairly generic and innocuous, like you were saying, but like during the last shot of the movie, I just went, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand the title. Yeah. 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 So. Um, now, uh, any other items that we wanted to bring up that are non-spoilery that, uh, we can talk about? I thought the part of, in Tuscany was nice. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw Tuscany once, and it was nice, and it, I was trying to figure out where they actually I thought it was filmed. Spain at first, and then, and then when they, they finally said the word Tuscany, and I was like, oh, okay, this is Italy, because I, I for well, some reason, I, I thought it was Spain the entire time, but go on, Sean. Yeah, no, it was just funny because I was trying to find out because usually you can find out close to where they film in different for different movies or whatever, and because there's a couple of scenes that looked familiar from when I had visited a couple of towns in Tuscany, so I was wondering if maybe there were similar places or whatever. But all you get is it's film in Tuscany, so it didn't really help me out. Yeah, <laughs> it was I nice mean, to see the, the the locations were were fantastic. Oh yeah, they did a great I mean, job of giving you that that vibe. I've been to it. Tuscany too, and yeah, it's 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 fantastic. It's amazing out there. You know what else was pretty cool too was was the the Dutch um, area. The windmill. The windmill. The windmill. Yeah, windmill was yeah cool, it was huh? awesome. That I really that liked was, that scene. That one, they that with the music and that it just felt creepy. I don't know how they made a <laughs> a windmill feel creepy, but the whole. Countryside well, just felt nothing because you know the thing that happened to Wildmill. <laughs> well, the <laughs> thing is, is that the, the I mean, it wasn't just that, but it was also very overcast, so it was dark. Yep. 
yeah, very gloomy, with the ominous very music, gloomy. and there's really not a lot of sound for a good chunk of that time except for the ominous music. So yeah, it's going to look like a creepy scene, especially with. Right. I mean, it's not. It's gonna. It would have been really weird if it was bright and sunny. But it wasn't bright and sunny. Well, and there weren't any flowers or anything. Right, right. Nothing. It was like a dead zone almost, except for that in the little creek. (laughs) Yeah, there's a couple of other interesting aspects of the film, too, which is uh, since uh, the antagonist, a Dutch, and the protagonist, a Danish, uh, they can't speak each other's language. So when they talk to each other, they have to speak English. Um, And so I thought that was interesting and pretty cool. But when they wanted to hide information, they would speak in their own tongues. Mm-hmm. And, and since this film was in the perspective of the <laughs> Danish folk, they, Oh yeah, no kidding. No pun intended. Um, since this film was in the perspective of the Danish family, um, when the Dutch would speak Dutch, we didn't get subtitles. And I was like, Ooh, I wonder what they're saying. <laughs> you know, especially at the beginning when you're not, you know, this is a horror film, but, and you know, they were kind of kooky, but you didn't know that they were what they could be or what, could happen so yeah that was that was i thought that was really interesting as well so um anything else anybody want to bring up non-spoiler related no i think we should dive in spoilers yeah all right sounds good sounds good uh all right so uh before we we get into spoilers uh just to set up uh basically uh as sean mentioned um the danish family which is the mother, father, and daughter. Daughter's around, I don't know, nine, ten years old, eight years old, something like that. Um, head to Tuscany for a summer vacation. And uh, that's the, basically the start of the film. So uh, that's the setup. So, uh, all right, we'll throw up the spoiler. So at this point here, if you haven't seen the film, it is uh, um, available on Shutter. And if you don't have Shutter, at least in the United States, you can rent it wherever the you can wherever you can rent films. Um, and with that, uh, we'll throw up the spoiler. So at this point, we'll talk about everything and anything related to the film. And so you listeners have been warned. Uh, so where do we want to start? Who wants to go? Eric, what do you got? Um. <laughs> Well, I've already talked about what I thought was the most interesting part of the movie. Um and for me the 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 line <laughs> like when when they initially decide okay, this is enough, time to go. Uh and they get in the car and they're driving away. And the little girl's like I can't find my rabbit. I'm like, oh. fuck that rabbit. <laughs> like, this will be a valuable life lesson for the kid. Keep track of your shit. We're not turning around. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you I know was what? making a comment like that with Phil while I was watching this. It's like, oh, that that stupid girl with that rabbit. Get another one. Well, <laughs> again, no, again, no. Um, the father still. At this point, they, we didn't know that they were – well, we're in spoilers – that they were serial killers. So the wife was the one that just wanted to get out of there because she's the one that was creeped out and stuff. So at that and point – she never it, told him. I'm sorry, but she never told him about the shower scene. Right? Yeah, exactly. See, that's another problem is that they don't communicate much to, the, about certain things. You're absolutely right because that shower – Scene, I would have thought would have been enough 
if she had just said that, the husband would say, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, we're, we're out of here. But, but I think that was the problem with the relationship, right? Was that they weren't talking. They weren't hearing each other, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they they were looking at things certain ways, right? I mean, at some points they were looking at the people as quirky. Other points they were looking at the people as rude. Other points they were looking at the people as dangerous. And other points they were looking at the people as nice. So Yeah, and like he's trying to be nice at one point when he said they want to leave, and she just comes out with it and says, no, you guys are messed up. Well, what she should have also done was she should have just looked at her husband you know, and said, Bjorn, we found the rabbit. Let's get out. Yeah, and, that's right. She and Bjorn should see yeah. that was Bjorn's big, big mistake was all right. We got the rabbit. We're leaving. Bye. Yeah, and that that was point number two. I was talking about when I was just like, okay, that's no. I mean, point Don't number one, your mind and decide to stay. You're, you've said your piece, and now it's really time to go. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Even if you had to answer the questions why you're leaving and confront the people because they confront you, at that point. You said your piece, you have your rabbit, you have all your clothes and stuff. And even if, you know, you just leave, you know, they're trying to guilt you and not leaving by saying, gee, I can't believe you think we did nothing wrong. You know, It's like what you do is you still want to be polite. You say, that's fair. I understand. But, you know, we, we've already. Um, we're out. Yeah, we're already out. We already called someone to to take our dog home, you know, or, you know, just lie your ass off and just leave, you know, but. Like you said, Eric, they just decide to stay, which was just... Or just say, I've seen horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, or just say, look, you have made us feel extremely uncomfortable. I mean, just it, there's nothing wrong with telling them the truth. So, look, you've made yeah. us feel very uncomfortable. We don't, we, we don't think we'll have a, a... We don't think this the rest of this weekend will be good for either of us. It's just best we leave. Bye. Thank you for your hospitality. We're out of here. Well, what's worse is they give them these excuses and then they use the excuses against them. Like, you know, this place is too tiny. Our daughter has to sleep with us in bed every day. So then they're like, oh, we're so sorry. We didn't know that that was bothering you. And they get them feeling guilty and then they put themselves in a worse position. Right, right. Right. Well, and and even that, that's the, that's the thing, you know, okay, you, you, you but Kevin's right, and and Eric is right, which is, thank you. Yeah, you're right. We apologize. But again, you know, it's I, I we're just not feeling right at this point. That I'm not sure I would. Why even stay? I would have just said thank you for your hospitality. Bye. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. Never embellish. Just tell them yeah. what they need yeah. to know. <laughs> Once you start embellishing, that's when you get into trouble. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's the sales. Or just thing. simply tell them to f off. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No embellishing. Just fuck off. I don't like you. We're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 you, and they could have done it politely too, without because I can understand why they wouldn't want to tell them to f off because that could lead to violence because you never know what people can do especially people even even if they're not serial killers people can just snap over stupid things well and already that guy had shown some signs of possible violence he had gotten pretty oh, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah exactly so i would have just kept on being polite and saying i'm sorry uh thank you for your hospitality up to this point we need to go but we need to go. sorry we need to go sorry yeah, exactly. we need to go bye exactly yep. nothing you say is going to change my mind <laughs>
Yeah, exactly. So um, after that point in the movie, I started having a really hard time feeling bad for them. Because from that point on, everything is, they brought it on themselves. Yeah. Gotta agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I still feel bad for them because they're not bad people. But, Eric, you are right. By them staying, they set themselves up. And, they, and had, the, they had their chance. They had a window. Yep. They really did. They should have gone. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And and that's the thing. You know, we're in spoiler. You know, there's no supernatural stuff here. There's no uh, magic. There's no possessions, devil worshipings, uh, witchcraft, ghosts, or anything like that. So it wasn't like anything was going to keep them from being forced to stay there are stuck in some dimension and they can't leave unless the two meaning the, the antagonists pull out a gun or, or some weapon and, and hold them down, which they weren't doing. They didn't well, do I find that. It, oh, oh. I find it interesting that they seemed iffy about going when they were talking to their friends about it yep. in their house. And then they went and I'm like, I, I you know, I'd want to go somewhere else first with these people and get to know them more before I go to the middle of nowhere to stay with them. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that was, yeah. that was mistake number one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, and, and you know what it is funny is it's, it was the, the friends that talked them into it, right? They said, Oh, it's kind of cool to have friends from another country. Uh, it's not that far. You don't even need to fly. You can just drive. It's eight hours, mm-hmm. you know, all these other things. And so it's like, Oh yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Yeah. You know, and then the wife, uh, she kept on thinking like, yeah, but if we say no, it'll, it'll look, kind of impolite after you know the kindness they showed us and so that's horseshit (laughs) yeah i agree that's total total horseshit and stupid yeah you can easily say sorry we we have other plans we can't get out of boom yeah 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 exactly exactly or just never answer right and and assuming they they thought they were normal and a fine couple which they appeared to be because as as cluster B personalities, they were able to hide their uh their evilness. They they could have done what you said, Kevin, which is, you know what? Um we can't make it to the Netherlands, but you know, maybe we, we, we meet up in in uh Luxembourg or, or, or Germany or or something, you know. Yeah, but, somewhere somewhere where there's other people. Yeah, or or, or or let's do a trip to, uh, if not Tuscany, do a trip to Barcelona or something, you know, something like that, you know? But, yeah, because one trip isn't enough. You just don't know anyone that much to be able to know how they're going to be on a, another trip. I mean, it's just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I don't even want to go with my family to the middle of nowhere, let alone somebody I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, well, well, you, you know, it's interesting too is that uh, this this Dutch couple obviously they know the what the right type of people to pick, you know, because they saw something in this family, this Danish family, that gave them a vulnerability that would allow them to do what they wanted to do. And they also choose their the families based off of how many kids they have. And they have one little kid that's they were looking for a family with one little kid. And then they fill them out to see if they have a certain type of personalities 
which would allow them to be manipulated, I guess. Well, I'm curious because of that, that, uh, that quote at the end of the movie, um, when, when the dad asks him, why did you do this to me or to us? And he's like, because you let me, um, it it gets you wondering because clearly they've done this before. Um, Oh, based oh, yeah. off of what but we it saw. Makes you wonder have they have they invited families over and tested them, like you know, giving the meat to the vegetarian, and they were like, "No, I'm a vegetarian. Fuck you." Right. Um, and they're like, "Okay, <laughs> never mind," and they let him go. <laughs> do they do do they, do they only keep the people who fail the tests? It's it, it's an interesting thing to think about. Well, and I'm curious: do they always kill the old kid when they get a new kid? Yeah. Well, based uh, off of. So. Based off of uh, my reviews I read after the film, plus what we saw in the the little garage slash cottage in the backyard, it looks like that's exactly what they do. It's exactly, yeah. Which seems weird. Yeah, well... well, Like the rest of it isn't? Well, why would you (laughs) do all this to get a kid and then kill them, you know, soon after? Like, they didn't keep the kid long. Well, you're right. I mean, they could have just... did you see him dance? (laughs) but technically you're right they they could have just kept the same kid and 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 but i think it's a matter of of being like stealth or whatever right because if you have the same like because then people there might be a pattern found yeah but if you have a different kid each time like and say say you have a couple where they don't they don't to go with you or whatever but then somehow come across you another time and you've got a different kid Right. That might be a warning sign. Yeah. Yes. I well, didn't think I'll, these guys were that smart. Also, also they're, they're sadists. So I think they, they enjoy uh, removing the old kid and torturing the new kid. So, yeah, you know, so that's true. Yes, yeah, so I think that's part of it as well. Um, yeah, so it's just it's, felt odd to me. I don't know why. It's just... Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm I'm curious based off of all the pictures on the wall and all the the children that Bjorn looks in those pictures from happy to sad, happy to sad, happy to sad. It, it looks like they, they these people here, this couple, could be like the Netherlands' number one serial killer of all time that hasn't been caught yet. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is that wherever the number one serial killer is all of all time. <laughs> they never got caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So so yeah, and uh, clearly, I mean, if you've if you've ever watched a horror movie before, you can tell way way off that this movie's not going to end well. Um. But <laughs> to me, the the true the true gut punch moment was. Um, I can't remember if it was it was in the same scene, uh, but I can't remember if it was directly before or directly after um, the dad finds the kid in the pool. Um, and then he finds like because he goes exploring and he's kind of sneaking around and he walks into this room and just like, I don't know why this was the thing that I noticed, but like the first thing I thought was. Oh, that's way too many fucking cameras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he starts looking around and finds all the pictures and everything. I was like, oh. And the bunch of suitcases. No. The suitcases would have been a sign too, right? Like, that's not normal. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, that's not normal for sure. I don't know why the cameras grabbed my eye though. They they were the thing though that I was just. Like, well, they oh, were more on right. display. They were like display oh. like a yeah, trophies or, right? or like trophies. Yeah. 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 I mean, they kept things. And, well, just just to hang up the pictures, you know. And, and it was weird too. It's like like why would they have done that and left it wide open for? Because they knew they weren't getting away. <laughs> they didn't care. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I mean, I mean, you, technically, you could you could you know pick at this film pretty easily uh, because you know uh, if I I was doing this, you know, like, like when I visited my brother down. I mean, in Tennessee, you could pick at any film. Yeah, yeah. When I was, I visited my brother down in Tennessee for the first time uh, in the middle of nowhere, um, I took walks and stuff, and and you know found little old sheds in the middle of the woods and whatever. And so so you you know you're gonna find that stuff. So if this little building is literally right behind your house. And they hadn't. They've been there for what? A few, at least a, a week, a few days. I don't, I don't even know. But they haven't even noticed it yet, or decided to check it out. Um, and to have all that stuff just displayed with this weird family with different children in every picture, and then those children in a second picture with a different family in every picture. It's it's just you know kind of. Showed that they were sloppy, maybe like you said, Barrett, that they that they weren't too bright, even if they were successful serial killers, or they just didn't care, or they didn't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think there's care. a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my feeling. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a fair point too. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, where do we want to go from here? What do we want to talk about? Um. Well, the thing that I want really... to hear what made made Kevin angry. Yeah, I was about to say it it's when they're in the car and they're and they're 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 trying to figure out like okay, where are we going and all that and they pull is this over. The, is this the first leaving or the second leaving? The second leaving. Okay. And this at this point the the husband already knows Abel is dead, which is the yeah. little boy, and right. also knows they're serial killers. And right. and he hasn't told his wife any of this. No. And the thing that really bothers me is that Patrick punches him. And like that's it, or he tries to resist, and Patrick punches it. It's like, and 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 Bjorn does nothing. It's like yeah. fight back, punch him, kick him. You know what he's about to do. He just cut out your daughter's tongue and took your daughter away from you. Okay, punch back, do something, claw at the guy's eyes. Well, even before some people go meekly to well, death. Well, even well, before, and that's just it. And then they get yeah. out, and they're like, "Okay, take your, you know, go over here to the quarry, take your clothes off, go into the quarry." And uh, and I, I'd well, be like, "No, but, but, let's stop. You know, I'm not going to go let's, quietly. Let's, let's I'm going to fight back." Let's rewind a little bit, Kevin. You're, you're you're way off. We should talk about. I am not way off. No, let's rewind. Calm oh, okay. down, calm down. Well, well, because you you brought up that point about they took the daughter and all that. But even before that, Kevin, he goes into the car and the wife and daughter don't know they're serial killers, but he already knows. And when he gets in the car, he, he didn't, he didn't try to do something. Well, and, I mean, he, he listened to the guy because he said, you know, come with us and pretty much the Patrick pretty much like it was an empty promise, but maybe the guy's like, maybe the guy would believe him. He just said, you know, just come with us and you know, you'll be safe. 
you know, which I wouldn't have believed either, but, you know. Not everyone's I, strong. Not everyone fights. I mean, it's just the way it is in life. I mean, I understand I why know, it makes you I angry because it's not what you would do, but. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, if I knew somebody was going to do something nasty to my wife and my daughter, I, I, I wouldn't. I want to sit there. And let he, it he already knew. He already knew that they killed Abel, and he already right. knew that they were serial killers, and he didn't do anything. And that's that's well. And and the thing is, is that he wasn't even armed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he was weak. He was a weak person. I think. No, I mean the the no, I meant like Patrick. I mean Patrick oh, yeah, wasn't armed, and Patrick just told him to do stuff. It's like, yeah, okay, you know what? Bjorn's Bjorn's a wimp. You know he's a wuss, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry, but it's just I. No, no you're right, and and then that all comes down to that last quarter of the movie. When he, why did you yeah. do it? Because you, you let, let me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and and I don't I don't want to piss on Dawn or or his wife that badly because again, most people aren't expected to be put in a situation where these yeah, life things. or death. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So so. Bjorn, at that point, he made the right move. Finally, let's get the hell out of here. When he actually finds out they're serial killers, because before that he was just thinking they're k- kooky. It's when, when he finds out they're serial killers, he says, "All right, we're the fuck out of here." But he doesn't tell his wife. He just says, "We're out of here." That's she, the and, biggest flaw. I mean, and, I know they and, they don't communicate, but he, him not telling her is just egregious. Right, because if he had told her, she wouldn't have got in the car with them when he walked off to try to see if there's a, a, a phone somewhere. So, but he, he is there and he knows they're serial killers. His, his wife and kid are in the car because they're just assuming that they're being helped. And he doesn't know if they, they're armed. He doesn't know if they have guns. He doesn't know if they have something right there to slice their his wife's head off or whatever so i could understand why he has to be very careful but um but so yeah so i mean i don't want to piss on him that much i i think there was a lot of things that no but i i think kevin has a valid point in that at the very end when it is clear I don't have the weapon. They they have already cut out the daughter's tongue and taken her away, and it's clear that they are going to kill you. Um, That is the plan. Um, uh, It's they're not even trying to hide it. Uh, At that point, why not fight back? What have you got to lose instead of just sitting there and dying? Well, and you're absolutely. I mean, at least make them remember you and say, okay, well, maybe you know this hurt. Maybe you know we shouldn't do this again, or. I don't well, know. Well, I, well, and plus, plus, just knowing that your daughter, no matter how ruined her life is, is still out there, and you know, especially beyond, because he already knows what's going on, that his daughter is now going to be the next Abel. And she's probably going to die, too. Right. You would think they would fight just for her. Even right. Even though they're going to die, at least they're going to fight because they're not. Gonna, they're going to try to save their daughter even if they die it, because if they die by not fighting back their daughter's dead so if we're going to die let's fight to make sure that there's a chance we can escape and save our daughter and and they didn't even do that they became the entire defeated. family died because the husband was weak if he'd even had the guts to stand up to his own daughter and say sorry you're gonna have to get a new rabbit they would have been okay yeah exactly. yeah, yeah but I, but again again 
that I, I don't think that was the problem. I think the problem was again the no one knew they were serial killers until he saw it, and the moment he saw they were serial killers. He was he was right there with you, Eric, which is all right, we're the fuck out of here. The problem was is they for some reason went down a dirt road and got the car stuck. Got which stuck typical, in the mud. Which was <laughs> Well, he typical. went down that dirt road because he thought uh Patrick was following him. Right. Right. But who cares? Yeah, who <laughs> cares? Know? Just keep yeah. driving. You've got yeah. a car. Yeah, and, right. you, and and you know where to go. You know, you you're going the same way you you know you you came in. You've got your GPS. You got your GPS, yeah. So that was stupid. And then the second stupid thing was, assuming he went down a dirt road and he thought that was Patrick and Patrick drove by. The second stupid thing was he left his wife and daughter in the car instead of saying, we're all going to hike to get out of here. And the third thing that was stupid was he didn't tell his wife the reason we left was because of the this reason. That was the really stupid thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no reason. For <laughs> that was the number to... one really, really, really stupid thing. Right, yeah, because there's, there's no one thing. I mean, I have a feeling the kooky. mother would have resisted a little bit. Yeah. Even if he'd said, like, like even if he said before he went to the house by himself, even if they didn't all go together, he told them to lock the doors. If he'd followed that up with, um, They're they killed his son. <laughs> we need to get out of here. They wouldn't have gone willingly with them in the other car, right? Yeah. Right. That, exactly. That that that's exactly right. So uh, the the, the problem was is that he uh i don't know the the, the moment you you know they're a serial killer is a difference between just kooky people that uh stalking you you know so at that moment when he found out they were serial killers he should have said if they you see them oh i, I actually i just wouldn't let i just wouldn't let them uh left my my family in the, alone while i went off that's crazy too but I wouldn't have gone down a dirt road. Yeah, I would, that, that didn't make any sense. That didn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that kind of upset me too. That that happened because that was kind of a hoary trope. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I, well, I didn't like that for a reason. I, I would have been more happy if the car broke down because it was sabotaged. Yeah, or if they had knocked them off the road, one of those two. Yeah, exactly. I would have been okay with, but this yeah. one was just like too coincidental. Right, right. That's what I felt too. Yeah. I think it was done for a reason, though, because Explain. they wanted <clears throat> they wanted the husband's weakness to be the uh, cause of their undoing. Yeah, I think you're right. Because yeah, I, I just think, think they could have done a better ability to communicate is part of his weakness. Yeah, I think they could have done a better job of showing his his weakness. I don't know than his yeah, car, yeah. than the car breaking down. I don't know. Well, and and to be honest, you know, again, a person in a normal situation isn't necessarily weak, but certain people, when they're put into situations that are abnormal, you know, that different people react differently. Yeah, fight, flight, or freeze, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Those are instinctual things that happen for you. Yeah, right. Some people go. freeze, and he is the freezer. Right. Yeah, exactly. He, he and he already him. made Not... this guy very, he already went very vulnerable to this guy by exposing his inner self. Yeah. I guess I was inarticulate in making my point, which was his weakness is that he can't communicate with his family. 
Yeah. But again, was he not communicating with his family because he didn't want to scare the bejesus out of them? But again, at some point, it's good. Scaring the bejesus out of them is exactly what you need to do. That's right. At that point, for sure. Yeah. 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 I I concur. (laughs) I would have scared the bejesus out of him because I would have said, you know, these people are serial killers because if we, by letting them know they're serial killers, then you are putting up the defense. But if you don't let them know, even if you're trying to protect them so they won't have fear, you're you're leaving them in danger. And that's exactly like if he had happened. told the wife that they were serial killers, she might have said, "Don't go down this dirt road." Right, and they and they didn't have to tell tell the daughter. He could have just told no. the, the the wife, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't I don't get what that happened. That was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I, I wish they they let us. I mean, again, we didn't learn enough about the area. I I, I wish they had. Eh, I don't know. I mean, there, there's some areas around here that, yeah, that, I mean, you you get lost pretty easily too. So, um, or just areas you go, you could go to and be in danger. You might not be lost, but yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, New England is super crazy easy to get lost in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I, have... like, I remember one of our mystic trips. We were meeting somewhere, um, and I had just like been on a highway and taken an exit off the highway to get out wherever we were to see the movie, and then we we're gonna go to this other place to 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 meet up and have a meal. And so I take a highway and I get off the highway. And the next thing I know, I'm in the middle of a fucking farm. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Where's yeah. my phone taking me? Yeah. No, and, and that's that's what I was about to think here when I was trying to say that. I was like, okay, so I have a town, a city or a town, I should say, or, or whatever. That's about eighty thousand, about ten miles away, and then I have uh, my town, which is about I don't know, seven thousand people, and then the towns directly west of me, which are like two thousand people. You know, and it's literally like nothing. So. Yeah, it is a strange area, New England, that's for sure. So the Netherlands, I'm sure, obviously, based off of what we saw here, are kind of similar to that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Funny, I feel that way about Pennsylvania whenever I yeah, go there. Pennsylvania, yeah, absolutely. That's, what, that's <laughs> Exactly. Pennsylvania is the same way. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have, like, Redding or Allentown, and then suddenly you're in the middle of nowhere. It's like, what the Yeah, and with a mountain. You're yeah, on a mountain. Yeah, yeah, top, right. In you're the like, what mountain. the hell? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so where do we want to go about how they roped them into being suckers? Basically, I guess, you know what it is? I don't think it's it's them. I think it it's just beyond, right? Because the wife wanted a bail pretty quick. Yes. Um, right. She, she wanted a bail pretty much like with like the first day yeah <laughs> she was feeling very uncomfortable almost immediately and she right. wanted to leave right away it yeah. was even before the kid was dancing or anything i believe oh yeah yeah, yeah because the, the dancing kid was, that was before even the shower yeah yeah she wanted to leave him even before the shower you're absolutely right yeah 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 i actually you know when she wanted to leave yeah well yeah. And that's the other thing is that they they uh they switched up their their um I almost said attack and maybe that's the right word uh but approach I guess is more appropriate um because when they were on vacation in Tuscany they're saying you know they're all uh, 
land on the compliments. Oh, you're you're so brave for going to get the rabbit, and it's outstanding. And oh, you're so brave for being a vegetarian. Where here, she starts talking about being a vegetarian, and the guy starts like trying to cut down her her personal philosophy, right? Yeah. Well, at least the fish part. It's yeah, like, yeah, right. oh, well, I know I I also eat I I will eat fish, and that's he says, oh, and he like a pescatarian or whatever it was, and he says, but don't you think that that's still harming the environment? You know, what the fishing industry is still harming the environment. Uh-huh. You know, it is just vegetarian one thing, but eating meat. But he's like, but fish is meat. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, that's what I'm saying. When yeah. when they were in Tuscany, he was all complimenting her on how brave she was, and now he's trying to undercut her. Yeah, right. right. Well, it's not yeah, like yeah. meat making plant. You know, growing plants doesn't harm the environment as well, because the more plants you need, you know, the more space it takes as well to feed eight billion people. Oh, oh yeah, it was just a red herring. <laughs> I, I mean, the point is, is, I mean, people have their own weird reasons why they eat certain foods. Some it's because they're avoiding. <laughs> Uh, fat. Other people, it's because of the environment. Other people, it's because they feel bad for animals. You know, I mean, and then there's just the weirdos or the centrics or, or the, the contradictory people like um, like uh, someone I know who will will eat f- fish and fowl but won't eat mammals because he feels bad for mammals but he doesn't care that about fish and fowl. So it's like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. They're stupid so, animals. So, you know, and, you know, and then, then someone at church was talking about uh, people who are vegetarians and saying, saying, you know, you're, you're still, you know, no matter what, you're, you're, you're eating something that God put on the, on the earth and, and it's alive and you're eating it. And so, so, you know, it all depends on the episode of South Park where they were talking about uh, Japanese whale hunting. No. All right. Never mind. <laughs> no, but now I want to. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go, I have to go YouTube in that one. Uh, but um, yeah, so so but but yeah, the point was is that he's he's making her, you know, he's playing, he's being insincere as the, as the word you said, Eric, earlier, by you know saying, oh, that's that's really good of you to think that way, whatever. But when he gets them into his own environment, when he now knows he's wound, wound them up, he he's rude to her and says, oh, but you know, fishing. You know, industry is as bad for the environment as you know regular farming and on and on, and and you know for, and then someone uh, Bjorn changes the subject because he knows yeah this ain't going well, um so yeah there, there's a lot of interesting aspects that um and I think it's intentional right because at this point they're sadists or or, or psychopaths or, or mm. cluster B folk so they they they're trying to be sadistic to this couple now that what it is yeah you know what i read it in a review passive aggressive yeah they're, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah so they're kind at one moment then they're evil in the other moment and they just go back and forth intentionally because that's fun for them you know because they're well and they're just kind of poke 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 poking to see when they're gonna swing back and they never really do they never do yeah 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 that's exactly right they never the do. most they do is that conversation about them wanting to leave and right yeah yeah yeah, so I don't know. It's it's uh, it is uh, unfortunate for them. It sure <laughs> is. It's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, very, very much. That's so. a mild way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty just much like some up. unpleasantness that they talk about in the wiki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. just a little yeah. unpleasantness. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, what, uh, was it in the wiki too? They they go 
one of the, or it was on Rotten Tomatoes somewhere, it was it was an interesting combination of horror and humor. And I was like, yeah, I guess it was a little humorous because yeah. it, it wasn't a whole lot of humor. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't funny humor, but it unless was, you're Mike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you made but, it funnier for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Same here. Um, but yeah, I mean, and the whole thing was weird. Like that that Roadhouse restaurant that was just plain weird. When I looked, and it, I was like, "Is this even a restaurant?" This is just, <laughs> I know it didn't this look is, like it. Yeah, this, this ain't gonna work for me. Yeah, this, that's just weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but Kevin, you're right. The moment that he got suckered into paying. That would have been the day. The next day, I would have said, "Oh, something's come up. Work yep, has called go. me. My uh, my my grandmother or my great aunt. I have to go see her. You know, just make something up." Right. He should have left. been like. He, he have obviously just... tricked him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. he should have had his wife like call his cell or whatever or something like that, and just have him answer and just say, you know, just kind of have a fake conversation. Wait, what? What really? Well, he doesn't even have to do that. He could he could have just said that, uh, you know, when I was in the bathroom, the the phone rang. Uh, actually, he doesn't even have to explain. He, he could just yeah. say, "I got a text that says, yeah, I have to go home. Work's calling me, or or my my yeah, don't sister. embellish like you said earlier. Yes, <laughs> don't embellish. Yeah, you don't embellish. Yeah. So well, their best bet was to leave silently, like they were gonna do, and then they chose to go back and because you know, of the stupid and, rabbit. But, yeah, but even, to show you, I've but, been right the whole time. But, but, even, but even then, they 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 didn't have to stay, <laughs> and they true, decided true. to. Yeah, they got they got rooked into staying. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that I you know, and I have to blame the wife at that point because she was the one that want, wanted to leave that time, and then when they get came back, and she's the one that that laid it all out. She, for some reason, said, "Yeah, we'll stay." I don't know yeah, why. If she was going to come out with it. She yeah. should have been the one that insisted on leaving. Right, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So and I, she's I, just looking at yeah. him like, either, "What are you doing?" Either keep up the facade or be done. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that was unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah, that's the the best thing to say. <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> There was some unpleasantness. <laughs> <laughs> They're so unpleasant. Yeah, so unpleasant. Unpleasantness. If that's what they consider unpleasantness, what do they consider terrible or horrendous? <laughs> yeah, that's hell? a good question. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. <laughs> Are you saying, Phil? No, no, I was, I was just going to ask you. Throw, throw in some stuff. And uh, yeah, you, you did, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that yeah, that that was yeah, unpleasantness. That's that's a good way to put it. Um, let's see, what else uh, do we want to discuss? So okay, um, I want I know this is again, this is off of where we are actually in the moment of the the podcast, but you touched on it, Kevin, and I think I mentioned it to you, Phil, before you revealed what was happening. Where I thought this was going to be the evil little demon kid, and fun prevails from there. And right. when it was not, <laughs> I'm like, I like Kevin. I kind of wished it had been. Yeah, well, you know, at that point, I, again, I, I went in blind, so I was thinking it was going to be some sort of devil worshiping crap. I and... don't know why you thought that, Phil, because I specifically told you it was real life based. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, but devil worshippers can be real life. I'm, I'm not that. I'm not saying that there was going to be supernatural, but <clears throat> some psycho cult, you know. And um, when he yelled at the kid at, on the slide, that's when I said I knew at that point. I was what 37 minutes into the film or something. I said, okay, this this isn't this this kid is actually a victim and not a, a devil child. <laughs> I didn't trust the guy from the very beginning. There was something about him I didn't didn't trust so the whole time i was like why are they going to do anything with this guy why are they doing anything with this guy i don't trust him <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i don't know why they they trusted them this guy either um but you know i mean uh you know when, when you're away on vacation you don't know anything about this person and they portray themselves as a medical doctor and all this other stuff you know, you know, it, it's I, I could see why you would think they were normal and, and you know, you're not going to see them again, or, except maybe as pen pals or on Facebook or something. And then when you go there and everything starts going downhill, like, oh, these people are, are just crazy, kooky weirdos, then, yeah, you, you, you get out of there. Well, they were looking for somebody better than the food people anyway. <laughs> the food people. People they were originally with. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we're always talking about their cooking class. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a different kind of unpleasantness. Yes, <laughs> but I've been I've been around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, once you get there and you find out, it's like it's like you know going on a date and you find out your your date is a little weird. At the at that moment it's like yeah you gotta you gotta just pull the plug <laughs> this needs to end as quickly as possible so i can go home yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so i i don't i don't understand this family at all and, and you gotta feel sorry for for agnes the, the little girl because it yeah, wasn't her fault the one that really got screwed yeah, oh my God. yeah. That, that was a, a devastating ending for her i mean it was just terrible absolutely horrible um let's you see what else the therapist oh wait <laughs> Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. What, uh, what other stuff that we wanted to bring up that we kind of missed? Um, or other specific points? Uh, what do we got? Uh, the stoning situation was pretty gruesome. Yeah. 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 That in, was... in another another place where, like, I'm on board with Kevin's point. Like, if somebody's chucking rocks at you, don't I'm you at least pick back. one up and throw it back? Yes! Yeah, those rocks are going back. Well, I mean, they're on the ledge. I mean, the rocks were already there. They could have, I mean, while they were stripping naked. Right. So, I mean, they could have, like, well, it's like, take your clothes off. It's like, as they pull in their pants down, it's like, grab a rock and throw it at them and said, you take, you know, give me the keys. First off, I'm not stripping just to be executed. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Why? Why were they defeatist like that? I, it, I mean, again, they could have just ran. I mean, it's just two people with no guns, right? To their knowledge, and even if they had guns at that point, does it really matter? And and again, it's not like you're 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 in the middle of of of. Um, you know, Iraq during the Iraq war or something, or <laughs> Afghanistan, you, you know, you're, you're in Holland. So 
you bolt, and also you, your daughter's out there. So why would they just strip, walk into the pit, and let them get stoned? It, it, yeah, because even if they have guns, right, at least that's going to be quicker than being stoned to death. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, I mean, again, you know, but but they pretty much knew they didn't have guns, so it it's like just bolt. They didn't even have knives. Right. Hey. You know, I mean, they they could have just picked up a rock themselves and and, and attacked. Exactly. You know, I mean, you're gonna die. So if you're gonna die, you know, but I mean, there are I, people. Honestly, on. there are people not that strong. So I mean, we say that, but. You know, Until you're tested, you don't actually know how strong you are. <laughs> right, that's true. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to disregard anybody in in real world or in history or whatever that has been put in a situation where they can't do anything and they're going to die. But you know, you know, again, this this is the middle of Holland. Um, it's just two people. One's a woman, so really, there's only one must uh, male there right so and he didn't outclass them i didn't think like size wise right right exactly oh, no. so and and all you need is a rock you know there was plenty of rocks around instead of taking off your clothes they could have just ran got picked up a rock and say what are you going to do you know right. and and you have the a desire to save your daughter mm-hmm. the only thing i could think is that they had just so completely resigned themselves that that they they were at that point that was it. And yeah. I, yeah. again, we've, we've talked about it before that we don't know how we would react in different situations, but you have your fight, flight, or freeze, right? Yeah. And it just feels like they're way past that. You know, the, 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 the one thing that would change me at that moment, though, is knowing my daughter, I got to say. Well, we daughter. trapped, right? Which, yeah. And just what's going to, and you know that the, the end and you already know what's going to happen to your daughter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you got to, might as well try to save your daughter because at that moment, once they saw the daughter have her tongue chopped out and at the, at least Bjorn, he knows what is happening because he had already <laughs> right. seen all the pictures. So he knows my daughter is the next able and, 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 in a month and a half from now or two months from now, she's going to be in it drowned in a, in a, in a pool. So I'm going to try to escape and I'm going to try to kill these people. And I'm going to try to save my daughter. Well, you that, know, that, that might've actually made him weaker because he right. knew all those people fell to him already. You know, that might've made him weaker thinking that how can I fight him when all these people failed? Well, yeah. also, he was just, I, it brings me back to my point. He was just a pathetic, weak willed man and his family was doomed yeah. because of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not like you know German soldiers or, or Russian soldiers with with machine guns. Uh, you know, Kalashnikovs. It's it's just two people, and your daughter is out there. So, you know, so it's a little different. But yeah, you're you're right, Eric. Maybe or what you said, Sean. You know, they they were just gone, and and even the future torture and death of their daughter because they know that daughter's going to be tortured mentally and physically until they kill her in a couple of months they may be gone mentally themselves and and they that's why they just walked into the pit and died i I don't get it but that's what happened i'm glad it wasn't too like i the way they chose to shoot from afar at least for a bit 
I was hoping they were going to keep it that way. Uh, of course, they didn't, which just made it that much harder to watch. I don't uh, for me because no. you're just like it. Just it seemed like it was you had your point made. You didn't need to keep emphasizing it. Yeah, well, Mike offline, he 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 summed it up. Says this film is very nihilistic, and as as you said earlier, Eric, this film is very bleak. So, uh, like a lot of weird alternative European horror films, such as that French extreme crap from a couple of years. Well, I won't say crap, but but excessive from a couple of years ago or a decade ago now, for that matter. Um, yeah, some time for us. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, it's my my daughter's birthday. She's nine today, and and the podcast started before she was even existed. Um, so she, uh, the, I don't know. They, they uh, yeah. Uh, it made me think of Strangers, the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. Quote at the end is extremely reminiscent of of quote at the end of the Strangers, right? Oh, the exact same yeah. quote. Yeah, yeah, the exact same quote. Yeah. Pretty much. Why are you doing this? Because we can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the same. Yeah. Because exactly. you were home. Yeah, because you were home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a very nihilistic film. So, like those are French extreme films, um, or, or Funny Games was another film that they were comparing this film to, which is the mm. Austrian film. Um, it makes sense that they would hold, if not as extreme as say that my tears are inside um, the are frontiers for that matter. They held on to the stoning and, and actually showed the tongue being chopped off enough. You know, that's just how it is. I don't know. The stoning was original. I, you know, I haven't seen a stoning. I don't think I've ever seen a stoning in a movie before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of humorous. And when I say humorous, humorous as in like, say what? Because it's like they the old ways. A, yeah, because they, you know, they, I mean, you would think they would have just stabbed them or or hit them over the head with a hammer or something. But nope, nope. We're gonna have you walk naked into the pit, and then we're gonna throw rocks at you. Doesn't it seem a lot of light, like a lot of work for these serial killer people? It does well, seem like a lot of work to me. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. Some is that, people love their work. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. They, these people enjoy the the mental anguish that they cause on people. Dahmer's work was was a lot of work. You know what well, he did? <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they, these people enjoyed having their victims feel uh, defeated and, and lost, I think. And, and then the physical torture after what the fact was just, you know, extra bonus. What's that bonus? Yeah. Bonus. Exactly. Well, it's what they get the high from. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, and just the, the, the torture of a, a child, continuously for weeks upon weeks upon weeks and then do it all over again with another child for weeks upon weeks upon a week you know because the, the adults they just wipe them out within a week well what's but, not clear is whether they're torturing the child the whole time or whether they just want to have a kid yeah what? that isn't clear for sure um you know based off of how they are passive aggressive to abel and then even agnes before they even take over agnes 
like you know when when the mother, yeah they're telling her what to do <laughs> yeah telling her how how to set the table and you know basically I could see if the parents weren't there they would have said Agnes you're a fucking idiot this isn't how you do it and and stop holding your 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 fork that way and and she's even when she's yelling at Agnes she's mm-hmm. not even doing it in English she's doing it in Dutch and Agnes can't even understand she, her she doesn't even know the language right yet. so so it's almost that intentional yeah it was almost intentional just to piss off the daughter and make her mentally abused mm-hmm. so okay. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. But either way, that you know, based off of the pictures, and you see the kids as de- depressed, and they also chopped the, the tongue out, and then they, the kid's screaming in his bedroom, basically crying, and they say, "Oh no, no, that's just what he does. He's just trying to sing, but he can't." Uh huh. Yeah. You know, so, you know, and you know that's not what he's doing. He's 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 crying, and it doesn't matter to them because they know what they're going to do to Abel. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's very sad. Having I I, I re- felt horrible because most the thing that really bothered me about this film honestly was was the two children because when you find out what's going on and then Agnes becomes Abel and then you figure out that Abel was Agnes before and uh, you know and that both Agnes and Abel are basically the same ages of, as my two children I, I was like. Dis- so so horrible. I wanted to cry. It was it was just terrible. Mm-hmm. Very disturbing. They're, they're, well, yeah. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, most certainly. Um, Sean, your opinion? Were, were you happy? Sorry for for which part? Uh, I was just being facetious. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, what about yourself? Actually, you were pissed, Kevin. Did we lose Kevin? He may have muted himself for coughing. Maybe, yeah. Uh, it's possible, yeah. Uh, he is recovering from COVID. Um, so hopefully he'll he's, uh, get himself a drink or something. Um, now, uh, anything else anybody wanted to bring up uh, directly related to this film? Anything? Anyone? All right, I guess that's pretty much that. So uh, we do have some time for... Uh, what we've been watching or, or news in genre, uh, stuff like that. So uh, I guess we can go into uh, discussing some, some stuff that we've seen that may have interested uh, listeners. Uh, I've got a big list. It's been like a month since I've been able to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let, let, me, let, let us, uh, the rest of us start first because our lists are probably smaller. Uh, I'll start. Mine is always the smallest. Um, so uh, a couple of things uh, I've um, I've uh, been playing uh, Saints Row, which is the brand new 2022 version of the Saints Row franchise. Uh, I downloaded that. Uh, the character creation is pretty awesome. Uh, basically, you can create your uh, quote unquote the boss is what what the character is called. Uh, male, female, any ethnicity, uh, all these other things. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And then the the storyline is pretty good. So the adventures that you got to do. Um, so all in all, it's it's great uh, sandbox open world uh, video games, very similar to Grand Theft Auto. Uh, one one thing that is a little bit flawed with the game um, is that there's no random encounters. For example, uh, Cyberpunk 
which is a video game, 2077, which came out uh, late last December, I think it was. Um, that game is similar, except it's in the future in, in a cyberpunk world like Blade Runner. But you can just walk down the street and, and there's all these random things that pop up everywhere, uh, adventure, mini adventures. Uh, unfortunately, Saints Row doesn't have that. Uh, so that that's the one unfortunate thing is if you're not doing the storyline or the handful of side missions, there's no just random stuff that happens. And just exploring the world can um, be tiring without doing these little uh, adventures. And, and, and there's not as many buildings that you can actually walk into like in some of these other games. So that that would be the big flaw uh but as long as you stick to the adventures um it's 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 pretty pretty good uh so i, w- I would recommend saints row um also i uh, went to see one piece movie red uh with my uh oldest daughter because my youngest daughter was sick at the time last weekend it's at the theaters now uh it's the highest grossing film in japan this year and they released it to the States. I think it's the sixth highest grossing film in the past decade in Japan or something, but uh, it's based off of the one piece anime um, that's been around for like 30 seasons. Um, and this is um, uh, two, about an hour and 40 minute movie uh, in that world. So if you're a fan of that pirate uh, fantasy type world uh, anime, and and whatnot um it's a high recommend um so that that was a pretty uh good movie and it's not in japanese even though the trailer is um when you go to theaters it's it's in english um and then i've watched cyberpunk edge runner which is a uh anime tv show on netflix based off of the video game uh and and the role-playing game which the video game was based off of um and i've watched the first two episodes out of the 10 and um it's it's actually pretty good uh it's really good uh you can find that on netflix uh the whole series was dumped at one time earlier in i think october and uh that's pretty much it for me uh what about you barrett um i have been playing a game but i can't talk about it because i'm under an nda (laughs) but i can't wait till i can talk about it um and as far as shows and stuff, I've been watching Andor, um, and I'm really, really enjoying that show. Um, it's, it's pretty good. But other than that, I'm doing a lot of writing this month. It's uh, something called NaNoWriMo, and so I'm writing every day, uh, working on a book that I'm trying to write. All right, sounds good. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Uh, any genre-related stuff that you wanted to bring up to listeners? I thought Kevin was back. I heard him, I heard some coughing, so I thought it was him. Um, so we'll, we'll go back to him, possibly. Uh, let's go with you, Sean. So, uh, like Barrett, I have been watching Andor, which, for me, out of shows I've watched this year, it's going to be in my top three for sure, along with Better Call Saul and House of the Dragon. Uh, Andor has just been fantastic. If you were a person who enjoyed Rogue One, and I personally really enjoyed Rogue One, this is in that spirit and it's fat. Like the cast is great. Storyline is great. It's 
I highly recommend it. All right, sounds good. Anything else? Uh, not really, because we just finished our run of stuff, so now we're in a little bit of a quiet period. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, because we were doing some sidecasts. Uh, Sean was on a couple of sidecasts uh, for the network, uh, including the She-Hulk one and the House of the Dragon one, uh, which can be found. Uh, dark discussions. Uh, Eric, you said you had a bunch of stuff. Uh, yes. Um, since the last time I talked about anything I'd watched, I watched a movie on Shudder. Uh, it is a horror comedy called The Deadstream. Um, I found pretty entertaining. Um, it's about a YouTuber who has been canceled. Uh, you don't know why at the beginning of the movie, but you find out by the end. And he's trying to relaunch his uh, career as a creator um, by locking himself inside a haunted house for a night. And mm, things don't go his way. Um, then I went <laughs> to the theater and I watched uh, Pray for the Devil, which was sadly disappointing. Um, I thought it had an interesting premise. I thought the lead was really good, uh, but the script was just not very good. <laughs> um, then I get to catch up with an older movie that I've been meaning to watch forever um, called Shakma from back in 1990 you can also get that on Shudder um, about a baboon um, a bunch of medical students are experimenting on a baboon and give him an overdose of an experimental medication um, that makes him go berserk so they put him to sleep at least they think they put him to sleep but he wakes up again and keeps going berserk. Um, it's one of those movies that's that's so bad it's good. Um, <laughs> there there are scenes with an actual baboon, um, and the handler knew how to make the baboon angry, so those scenes are actually kind of scary. But then it's cut to a shot of somebody throwing a stuffed animal at an actor's face. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it kind of kills the illusion. Um, and then on also on Shutter, I was on a Shutter kick for a while. Uh, I watched VHS ninety nine, um, which sadly is, is by far the weakest entry in the VHS series. Um, I think I liked two out of the five segments. It wasn't it wasn't a hit for me. It was more of a mess. Um, then I watched. Oh, uh, after our discussion of Terrifier 2, I finally circled back and caught up with All Hallows' Eve, uh, which I believe was Art the Clown's first appearance on film. Um, and Where I were you say, able to see that? Do you own it? or uh, I rented it on okay. uh, Apple. Um, yeah, so I got to see the original uh, actor play Art the Clown. I got to say I do like David Howard Thornton better, uh, but it wasn't like it was bad. Um, it was a it was a weird little anthology kind of movie. Um, and then most recently I watched on uh I rented this digitally. It's a Spanish language film called Piggy, uh, which I thought was really excellent and I would recommend. Uh, anything else, sir? That's that's everything. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Uh, let me let me try uh, Kevin Let's once more because uh, I know he's uh, um, recovering from uh, the COVID, so he's been having some coffee fits. So he's uh, had to remove himself from the podcast a couple of times. Let's see if he's back. Kevin, you there? 
All right. So I guess we'll uh, pass on Kevin uh, tonight for uh, what he's been watching. Um, we'll we'll t- uh, talk to him offline. Hopefully he's uh, doing all right. But uh, Oh, Phil, can I throw one more thing in? Yeah, yeah, sure. Sorry. The Tales of the Jedi came out on Disney Plus recently, too. And there's like, I think it's only like six episodes, and they're like 15 minutes each for time. They're really, really good. If you're a Star Wars fan and wanting to get some new perspective on stuff, it's a really good short series. All right. That sounds uh, interesting. Uh, People can find that on uh, Disney Plus, you said? Yep. All right. Sounds good. Um, I do have uh, Mike's... uh, somewhat humorous review of uh, this film here uh, that we just talked about uh, called uh, Speak No Evil. And he says, my two cents, very nihilistic, slow, beyond film. Uh, Obviously a pun on uh, how beyond the the lead protagonist was a little slow. Uh, Believe it or not, I saw the ending coming a mile away, but the reward is in the execution. So he, he felt felt it was well done. Uh, lesson one, don't be cheap. Book a hotel. <laughs> lesson two, don't trust the Swedes, which is a, 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 the running joke. Uh, anybody who is not from your country is a Swede. And so don't trust the, <laughs> the, the Dutch in this case. And then lesson number three, get your kids some dance lessons. <laughs> and that's that's his opinion of the film um all right so uh, i guess we can get into our final thoughts on this film here but before we do uh eric you actually do another podcast with your buddy dan i do it's a general interest podcast called the scanty podcast that's spelled a-s-k-a-n-c-i-t-y you can get it wherever you got this one and uh uh, Mr. Sean, uh, you did two podcasts with us uh, that just wrapped up. What were those? Uh, we did the She-Hulk uh, Avenger of the Law for the She-Hulk oh. Attorney at Law series on Disney+. And we also did the a Decimation of Dragons, a House of the Dragon podcast for Game of Thrones. And uh, both were uh, very interesting watches and uh, episodes to listen to or producer, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and people can uh, go and uh, listen to our uh, full seasons of those podcasts. Um, the She-Hulk, I think, was nine episodes and included a tenth episode that talked about um, Werewolf by Night, or Wolf by Night, or whatever that was called. Werewolf by Night. Okay, so I was right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and technically, that was a Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Review episode, but we put it on the She-Hulk release because uh, we said that we were going to add that to the end. And then um, uh, House of the Dragon, I think we did 11 episodes because we did a, a season wrap-up as well. So uh, people can uh, check both of those podcasts. So, uh, Barrett, uh, myself and you uh, do a podcast with a rotating uh, co-host, uh, and again, I just mentioned Werewolf by Night was just released. Uh, what, what is that all about? Yeah, Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Um, we do all sorts of genre films, and they don't have to necessarily be dark. Um, they can be all sorts of different things. Um, we're going to be doing something called um, Cyberpunk um, Edge Runner. 
uh, soon. And we also have another film that we have to do because um, we did an interview with the directors of it. So that's coming up as well. Yeah, that's right. And uh, actually, the interview episode actually may come out uh, pretty soon. And then we'll uh, have the follow up part two about the review of the film after. Um, and uh, Eric, me, you and Mike are probably going to start up uh, either late or mid December or early next or January, which is only a month or 2025 away. or uh, what's what's that podcast? All about? <laughs> that, is, that podcast is called Cinema a la carte because we do uh, grab bag movies which don't belong on dark discussions. Seems like Phil just like doesn't like dark discussions anymore. He's all sorts of ones to talk about movies that aren't dark. Um, <laughs> so, so we do that. Uh, uh, I'm, I don't even know what to call it anymore. And not, not quite annually, but less than monthly. Uh, <laughs> we, we do it when we get around to it. Um and we've had the next movie chosen for months and months and months now, and we still haven't gotten around to recording it. So we'll see when it happens. Yeah, and uh, hoping to have that uh, recorded within uh, a little bit as well. And now that uh, the that's what you said a month ago. Well, well we were finished up the <laughs> She-Hulk and and the House of the Dragon. Now that those are wrapped up, uh, start looking for cinema a la carte backlog queued episodes to start popping up as we record uh, the new ones uh, within the uh the near future um all right so i guess we can get into our final thoughts on the film tonight that we talked about uh which was called uh speak no evil so uh let's start with you uh eric um saying i like this movie wasn't isn't really uh right because i did feel uh kind of sick at the end like phil did um but i thought it was extremely effective very dark uh very bleak um i thought it was a very well-crafted movie and appreciated it in that aspect. Um, it's not a pick me up, so don't watch it if you're in a bad mood. Um, but if you enjoy nihilistic films, check it out. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me. Um, yeah, I, I was uh, very disheartened after watching the film, as, as I mentioned uh, at the late part of this podcast, uh, the thing that bothered me the most was um, seeing the, the two children and discovering what, one was and one what one was going to become uh was very uh hurtful disheartening uh disgusting and it made me feel unclean uh but as a film uh it's a really well done film uh it's most certainly high quality and and deserves um it's it's rating by the critics and it's uh notice at Sundance. Um, however, it's definitely not a film I would necessarily recommend to people. Uh, my parents were alive. I would, I would not recommend this film to them. And they were the type of people that would be willing to watch pretty much any film. Uh, but this, this film would, would make them, uh, uh, feel as bad as I did. So, um, it's definitely not a film I, I can necessarily recommend. Uh, but it is a good film. And, uh, if you're willing to chance it, you may want to check it out. Uh, let's go view Barrett. Yeah, um, like I said before, I was bored by this film. There are some things I like about it. I thought the acting was fine, um, but it's not one of my favorite films, that's for sure. Uh, there are better films out there, and 
just as nihilistic if you want to watch a nihilistic film. Um, uh, before we get into the Sean and, and maybe Kevin, if he has reappeared, uh, you mentioned that you didn't feel Barrett offline. You were talking to me that you felt it was somewhat unoriginal too. In, in other words, that you've seen these type of tropes for nihilistic films in other nihilistic films. And so as yeah, a result, just, it didn't gone. seem very surprising to me, which, you know, maybe was why I was bored. Um, but I've seen worse films too. So it's not a bad film. It just didn't get me excited oh. at all. So, you know, I don't, there are people that are on here that are saying it's fairly good and you might want to check it out if you like nihilistic films. And I would not want to dissuade someone from that, but it just wasn't working for me. So. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Sean, what do you got? Uh, so no question. It's a quality film. The music, the uh, locations, the cast, uh, cinematography, all that stuff was very good. There's no question about that. Uh, but as discussed before, there's no way that I would be recommending this to anyone I know unless I don't want to be friends with them again. Because <laughs> it is super dark and super graphic. So if that's what you're into, then you will have a lot of fun with this, uh, which I did not. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's check to see if Kevin has maybe returned. Uh, Kevin, are you there? All right, so Kevin has uh, unfortunately not returned yet, uh, so we'll, we'll uh, skip him for, for the evening. Uh, but uh, that's pretty much uh, our feelings on the film. Um, all in all, it appears that everybody thought the film was a well-made film and a really high-quality film, uh, whether – uh, it was a great film or just a good film or even uh, a common film based off of nihilistic films. Depends on uh, each of us. But uh, all in all, it's uh, um, a film that we all agree was well done. Uh, the film is available on Shutter for free if you have Shutter, um, And if you don't have Shutter, at least in the United States, because we did find out in Canada based off of uh, talking to Sean, uh, the film is not available to rent or buy in Canada. However, on VOD in the United States, it, based off of uh, my research, it appears that it's everywhere to rent. Um, so that, that's those are the options. Um, that's pretty much uh, the film. So uh, check it out if uh, nihilistic films are your cup of tea. And once again, uh, thank you, Kevin Letts, even though uh, he's not here right now, for joining us. And uh, thank you, Sean, for, for joining us tonight. We appreciate it, Sean. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. And, and it's fun to finally be on with Eric. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. And uh, all right. So with all that stated, Eric, why don't you lead us out? All right. Thanks for tuning in. Let's talk about Speak No Evil. Come back next week. We'll have another topic. <laughs> <laughs>